to yet another episode of Provocative Perspective, the podcast where you're tuning in and listening to us speak softly to yeah. you and it's, put you to sleep. It's an A-B conversation that you wish you could see away into. <laughs> We're reading you bedtime stories. Is this soothing? I have a feeling that this podcast, it's probably a lot, what, a lot like what it feels like to be a ghost. You know what I mean? You're there for conversations and you can't, you can't say anything. You can't, you know. They're like, but what? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> they can't hear me. Nope. They can't hear we me. Can't hear you. We That's can't okay. hear you, but we will but we, listen. Yes, but we can't. Exactly. So at us. At Provocative Poor, at Provocative Poor Perspective on any of our socials. Uh, or you can email us at any time at Provocative Poor Perspective at gmail.com. So, uh. How you been? What's going on? Oh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's going on, you know. So somebody asked me a question the other day. I have a question for you. Okay. It's completely random, totally out of left field, but I got to know because I feel like it, it, it really gets to the core of who someone is as a person. Okay. What do you do when you get a Charlie horse? Oh my God. You get a child horse? <laughs> besides panic. Yeah, exactly. Besides like cry like a baby. Like, um, what's your reaction? What do you do? Well, honestly, most of the time it's too late when I get the child <laughs> horse. Like, I sleep pretty soundly. So, like, a lot of the times, honestly, I don't feel it coming. And then all of a sudden, I'm like in agony. It's already there. But yeah. if I. It comes feel- on very quickly. Oh, yeah. I have had it like only once or twice. Basically, like, the remedy I had heard is. And which worked is you need to stand up right away. Like, mm-hmm. get up and stand mm-hmm. up. And if you can stand on a cold tile floor, oh. for some reason, that helps a lot. I don't know why. My mom said that. And I guess when she was pregnant, she got a lot of child horses. And she said that's what would help. If she got up in time and was able to go stand on the cold tile, it would, like, help. Ugh. But I feel like at least standing, that's the only way to stop it. Otherwise, you're just at its mercy until... It decides to fucking fuck off and let you live. Oh, God. Oh, it hurts so bad. I used to get them when I did track in middle school. I used to get them in my shins. They're like, awful. On, on my calves all the time. They fucking... They, <laughs> feels like a baseball hanging off the back of your leg. It's like, oh. You're like, you know, I... I am not someone who's incredibly athletic, but man, that muscle feels tight. Tight Hot. when it, when it uh, <laughs> compresses like that. When it decides that. to be... Like, weird flex, but okay. (laughs) So when I used to get them, my immediate reaction would be to sit up. And a lot of the time, I just sounded like Peter Griffin, where I'd be like, "Ah, ah," and I'd be like, I would like massage it, you know, which was fine and and worked a little bit. But the whole next day, because usually it happens in like the middle of the night. Yeah. You're walking around and that muscle Ooh. is so sore Feels to like even punch you. Oh, there. God. Yeah. So now once I heard it's good to stand up, I like get up and immediately start trying to like walk and like you're hobbling. But as soon as you can get your foot flat, it and seems to kind of. Out, like, yeah. Yeah. My favorite is Jimbo's reaction because we'll be laying in bed and, you know, it's always like, like a mid stretch, you know, like you go to stretch and then all of a sudden you're (gasps) just like, and you go too far. (laughs) He just starts going, no, 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 no. And he gets up and just starts running, like just running. (laughs) That's basically the reaction. He's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. And it's just, I know exactly what's happening now every time. Like it just, it. For me, honestly, I feel like I sound like like that. Old, I, we, I've, I've mentioned this before, but that one woman, the reporter that was crushing grapes and fell and like hit her. I feel like I'm like, oh, 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 I can't breathe. Oh, like, oh it it's bad. So bad. It's bad. What are your uh, Charlie horse remedies? Send them in. Yeah, we want to know. Please help my agony. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Help us. Help us. Help us. <laughs> 
So what are you drinking? Oh, okay. So I think we've talked about um, the salon taking birthdays pretty seriously. Yes, yes, yes. And again, I'm surrounded by Aries, so one of the girls' birthdays. So like at the end of the day, we had a little like we all bring in food and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to make some margs. So I made two different types of margaritas. I did just a traditional margarita, and then I did a watermelon margarita. And, you know, we got to be responsible. So there was some left over. So, you know, as to not have any alcohol abuse, I'm drinking it. Good. It's delicious. Um, I find that the simply mixes, like simply lemonade and stuff, they're very good. And I feel like they're not super sugary. So instead, yeah, instead of using a sour mix or anything, I typically use that. So I'm not going to tell you guys my traditional margarita secrets. Maybe I'll do that on another one. But this particular one is literally just simply watermelon and 1800 tequila. And, um, I tried like taste testing and mixing other things in with the watermelon. It's perfect just as it is. I ended up wow. just doing the, the simply watermelon. Wow. It's really, it really so, good. It, there's one too that you can get that I think it might be Tropicana, but it's watermelon and apple, Ooh. which I wouldn't think would mix good, but oh, it is some good shit. That, it is. That's a good mixer. Oh my God. It's fantastic. One really way to make a really nice, easy margarita, like if, like I hate sour mix, I skip it whenever I can, but if mm-hmm. you just have some lime juice- Yep. And if you have triple sec, mm-hmm. then you don't need it at all. Right. Because that's what it's trying to mimic, basically. It's like right. a cheaper, like, cloudy version of that. But yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're just going to do lime juice, though, you will need some sort of, like, simple syrup. I use something mm-hmm. different, but. Well, the triple sec is kind of sweet. Yeah, that's it's true. Like that's true. You're right. You're right. But I know what you mean. Like, some sugar, a sugar rim, maybe. I like a a salt. We've talked about this. You know, what's funny is I brought in salt and sugar for everybody. I even like went as far as to get that really beautiful, like crystally sugar, like, and it was like silver and like sparkly. It was gorgeous. No one used it. It's a pain in the butt, though. That's the only thing I. No, hate nobody about wanted. It. Nobody wants sugar. They oh, want. They, everybody oh, they wanted used, salt. Oh, 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 oh. So oh, I was. I thought, <laughs> so I thought you meant nobody rimmed their glasses. Oh anymore. no! Everybody rimmed the glass. Sometimes I skim you it. Gotta, you gotta. You gotta rim the glass, but. I think it's just a pain in the ass when you either of them really because it ends up running down the glass. Like I, that's the only thing I hate about yeah. it because it, it gets to be so messy. Mine doesn't even get the opportunity. I fucking lick that rim clean <laughs> by the time I'm halfway through the margarita. Like I will literally just keep rotating the glass and taking sips out of like every corner. You might of as it. well before it gets all oh, sticky and runs down the so side. That's actually good. smart. So good. <laughs> I should try that next time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? So I went to Mary Lou's. So we've talked about Mary Lou's before, yeah. y'all. We all love it. We love it. Um, so basically, if anybody's ever been to the Ocean Mist, um, they have a drink called Coffee with Love. And it's a pre-mixed iced coffee drink that I don't even think they explain exactly what's in it, but it's a bunch of liquors like <laughs> Bailey's, Kahlua. So this is the copycat version that you're not quite sure what's in it, but... Yeah, I'm just trying to kind of make like this. I feel like there's just certain things that go well when you have totally. iced coffee. Totally. Oh my so God. If you're on the way to the beach, maybe go get your favorite iced coffee and hit the liquor store. Mm. Um, it's good if you put some vodka, Kahlua, um, Bailey's, and a little bit of amaretto. Oh. And shake that all into this. That and, sounds oh, really yeah. good. Oh yeah. And if, I mean, if you're going to be there for a while, like, <laughs> I would maybe do a shot of each. Um, if not, just, you know. A little bit. A little, little dabble to you. To give you the, the rocket fuel and then a little bit of the, of each of the others to give you the flavor. Mm. But it's, I highly recommend going there and getting the real thing. It's great having, it's right on the water literally and, you know, you can have brunch and just, oh, it's perfect for summer brunch. Yeah, it's a cute little place. It's kind of um, like dark inside. Like I didn't really love the inside of the place, but if you got they patio seating, they did? So they moved the bar. So now if anyone's ever been there, the bar used to be towards the windows, like in the prime area. Mm-hmm. And so they took that out, put tables all over there. So now there's tables at the windows. Oh, Okay. And they've got tables on the deck. So like on the water. And so they moved the bar 
towards the wall when you first walk in. Oh, so you would walk straight into the bar. Okay. Yes. Very smart of them. Very they smart. The, they did the right thing. So yeah. now, last time I went, it was wonderful. Nice. Had a nice table, like looking at the water. It was great. Oh, I, we'll have to go oh, get yeah. some brunch. Honestly, it's the best brunch place. We'll have to wait until maybe we'll both take a day off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and plan it out and just go. Yes, please. Brunch. Yes, please. Maybe we'll take y'all with us. <gasps> Come on by. Come on by. Or don't. Or don't. No, That's I fine. would say, like, we could record a little <laughs> yeah, one. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll do just a little one on our phone or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's delicious. I highly recommend spiking your coffee. Yes, always. <laughs> always. If you're going to do that, just wait till you get to the beach if you're on the way there. But. Yeah, don't do it on your way to work or anything like that. No, but that's none of my business. <laughs> it ain't none of our business. Nope. <laughs> God, this is good. Watermelon margarita is not usually my thing. I like a good tradition, but. I usually don't like the watermelon ones because most places put watermelon puckers. Flavoring. Yeah, a lot of times if they have no. like a deal, <clears throat> that's what they're doing. They're flavoring it with puckers and ugh, Yeah. The Simply Watermelon shit. honestly has a great flavor and it's, it's real. really it not so sweet real. at all. Yeah. It tastes like the perfect summer, like ripe, mm. you know, delicious in-season watermelon. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I also know that me and Adrian are going to be hanging out later. And if she wants margaritas, she will not want watermelon because she hates watermelon. So I'm like, I'll just take one for the team, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like watermelon is definitely a love or hate that's mm. one of those things. It just people I don't, hate it. I don't get it though. It's just it's water. Like, oh yeah, I guess when you eat it, at least I do get that. It is kind of a weird. It can be weird, but I love the flavor. It's I love a, a warm piece of watermelon. Warm. Yeah, like when it's. I have sensitive teeth. <laughs> My teeth are little bitches. <laughs> oh. so, like, but I love it. Like when you go to a cookout and they have like get the some sensodyne. What the I hell? do. It don't work. I, I know. Don't. I don't know. And I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask Kirsty. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know when you go to, like, a cookout and the watermelon's been out for a little yes. while, it's pre-sliced? Yes. I'm talking like that, like, oh. when it's just chilling there, like, or maybe in a It does have a sweeter flavor, I feel, when it's a little bit, like, room temperature, mm. you know? Like, when it's a cold watermelon, it tends to not, you know. I had bought fresh watermelon to garnish mm. the margaritas Ooh. with, but they're really not in season no. right now. They weren't super flavorful, no. so it kind of wasted, like, five bucks. But. Another fun thing you could do, though, is if if we were to chop up a watermelon and then put it in, like, a, a bin somehow and then put, like, tequila, triple sec, yes. and everything that you're going to put in that, soak it overnight, and then you take the flaky salt, and right before you eat it, you flake the salt all over oh. the top of it, and or sugar if you want, whatever, and just eat it like that. So I will say that the only problem with soaking watermelon is, and I've learned this from doing my own stoli dolies, is that watermelon will break down in alcohol. Oh, yeah. That's, so uh, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have like a solid piece to eat the next day, but you'd have a really bomb like slushy type thing. I mean, we could strain it obviously yeah. too, but we could have a or nice flavor. Put it in a blender. Yeah. Yep, that would be really good. Ooh. I need to make a stoli doli. I've had vodka soaked ones. I don't know how they did it that we were still able to eat. I don't know what they did. Maybe, Maybe it was an so- underripe watermelon or something. Could be in, in the way they caught it or something. I don't Maybe. know. Because I, I did go somewhere and we had it. Maybe they didn't soak it for as long either. Yeah, maybe, maybe it, it was, was only. just like they soaked it from that morning. Maybe. Right, right. Because it was, ooh. Yeah, because a stoli doli you soak for like four days, right? Mm. And not in the fridge. Yeah, no, nope. I learned that the hard I, way. I would have did the same thing, though. I would have thought it should, because, like, you know, like, cold brew coffee or cold brew tea, like, you to, like, let it steep, they say, put it in the yep. fridge. So I would have thought the same thing. Yep. For, it apparently doesn't work. No. For my wedding, we had kind of, like, a backyard reception type thing, and I was like, oh, I'm going to make a big pitcher of sangria. I'm going to do a big pitcher of Stoli Jolie for everybody. And so Caitlin from work was just like, oh, I'll give you my Stoli Jolie recipe and wrote everything down. I did everything the exact way. And the morning of the wedding, I had Adrian and Jimbo try it. And they were like, yeah, it's great. Well, we were also all fucking alcoholics at the time. So like, yeah, when it tastes like pure fucking vodka, of course it tastes. It's great. So people are coming up to me later and they're like, what is that in the picture? And I'm like, it's Stoli Dolly. They're like, oh, what? Oh, okay. It's uh, it's strong. And I went over. It was pure fucking vodka in there. Cold and I, vodka. It had barely a watermelon, uh, uh, pineapple flavor. I was like, what's going on here? And Caitlin was like, oh, you were supposed to keep that at room temperature. Did I not say that? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> 
I feel like it's funny. It was basically like the LaCroix version of vodka. Totally. Like, it was like the idea of pineapple. It was definitely the idea of vodka. pineapple. Like, Eating the pineapple later, though, got me so drunk. Got, oh, I still have. I it have to send you. I have a video of you, your mother-in-law, and I think Jimbo. It was at the end Eating of the, the night. Eating the pineapple? No, y'all were just like vibing at the end of the night. <laughs> we were all singing. I think you might have been singing, but I don't know. You were all like laughing and I don't know. Please send it to me. Please send it to me. I'll have to, I'll have to look me. back at my role. I don't, I'll have to, yeah. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that was seven years ago. That's crazy. I was a moose seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we all were. We you all know? were. It's, it's a- just fun to look. When you look back and you're like, if you feel like you're a mess now, it's like then you look back and Oof. think back to, like I look back and think back to who I was then and I'm just like, yeah. oh, thank God. What were you doing seven years ago? So let's let's set the stage. Seven years ago was 2014? I was a cell phone salesman. Okay. Um, I had a car I hated. I had the Civic that I, I fucking totaled and hated. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think I actually worked that day before your wedding, too. On mm-hmm. Honestly, I had to. Uh, I still worked at... I think I... That was the year I started at Wright's Farm, working as a bartender, okay. too. Um, I didn't have this haircut, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think I still you had still the had little... You still had your little boy haircut. Oh, I still had the little boy haircut. If I have a picture, I'll put it up. But I don't, I don't know if I... I, don't, I didn't really like to take pictures back then. No. But yeah, no, that was... Well, I was not fun back then. <laughs> you were at the salon, right? Yeah, uh, I started the salon in 2012, so I was two years in. I still didn't... I wasn't like crazy busy or anything like that. I think by that point, I think there was like four four of us in the salon. Hmm. And now there's like, there at one point there was 10 of us. So it's wow. like a big, yeah, big difference. Um, we were living in the apartment in Providence. It was a th- small, small three bedroom, third floor apartment with five roommates. So much fun. Oh, my God. So much fun. fun It was a really good time. Um, Yeah. So I was just basically doing what I'm doing now, except living in a different place. (laughs) But um, definitely no child then. Mm -hmm. Living the dream. We were doing a lot of... I think that might have been the summer that we had, like, an entire summer that we had a concert, like, every other weekend. Mm-hmm. When Providence used to do the free, the BRU. Yeah, um, yeah, they would do the free concert series in uh, at Water Place Park, and there was live music by these, like, indie, like, not super big bands yet. Or up-and-coming Up-and-coming, yeah. We actually saw a lot of uh, bands that are really popular now mm-hmm. then for free, and it was just Back oh, it was so it, yeah, think. it was so good. We went it to so fun. many concerts that summer. It was a lot of fun. I think that was a that wasn't a summer I went to a lot of concerts, unfortunately. Yeah, because I worked so much. But yep, that would definitely better. that summer I saw Paramore for the first time actually with Fall Out Boy. Oh. Actually, I think I went with that. I think I might have gone with you, or I was there too. You were also there. You were in the back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys were in the the nosebleeds. (laughs) You were in the basically free seats. (laughs) Um, We splurged on those tickets, though. We splurged, and we still weren't even like we were like mid middle rows like we weren't even we were we had bought lawn seats but so few people had bought tickets for some reason we got to just move down into seats yeah i don't know why like why people slept on that one Mm -mm. but honestly it says a lot about the music that sitting so far back still had such an impact on me that i have seen them since then god probably seven or eight times yeah maybe more honestly yep I, like anytime they ever come, I always try to get tickets to go see them. Mm-hmm. They're amazing, but yeah, that was a good. That was a great concert. I love that. Was that good. One. that, that was, was good they one. did a great job in that one too. That was like a. It was funny because then Fall Out Boy came on and like everybody was just asking for an encore of Paramore. Yeah, and then for the rest of the show, they had an attitude. I'm pretty sure that Pete Wentz was the one who had to come out and do the talking because... I mean, here's the thing, though, and I will say this. I've seen Fall Out Boy a couple of times, and that was not their best show. They like didn't they, want to be there. No, their energy was totally weird and off, and mm. it wasn't like when I saw them with... Uh, panic at 
where were we? Mohegan or something? No, we weren't at Mohegan. We were at some like random like arena type oh, place. It was the, I went with you to that one too. I That's think. right. We were it on was, the floor. Um, the like DCU center, I think it was yeah, called. Yeah, something like, it's like in that. The, it's in like Connecticut. That show that was, was incredible. That was really, both both of like, them. Oh, they match the, the energy. I think they're a better match of energy. I, I agree. Was. I agree. It, that was, oh, if, if you, if anyone ever gets a chance to go see either of them, honestly, Panic at the Disco or yeah. Paramore. Whoa, or Fall Out Boy. I mean, go yeah, see they, any they of them. They were good. They but, were good. Whew, what a show. Loved it. Anyway, let's get on with our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show must go on. Um, Do you want to pick or you want me? No, you pick. Okay. All right. Oops, oh, no. that one jumped out. It obviously it wants like, <laughs> me. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to say fuck it. Honestly. <laughs> I feel like that's like a, I'm uh, like, just send it. It's kind of just, like, you know what I mean? Just yeet it out there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like okay, sometimes you just got to say fuck it. I feel like. That's a good thing in life, but you got to be careful with that one. Because mm-hmm. it's true. Sometimes you just got to say fuck it. And yeah. it turns out to be the best thing you ever did. Yes. Like, thank God I said fuck it. Yep. But then there's other times you said fuck it, and then you just got to, like, you got to lay in your bed. You made your bed. You got to lay in it now. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, too. It depends on, like, you could be like, sometimes you just got to say fuck it and do that's it. The, and then sometimes the you just got to say fuck it and oh, not yeah. do it. <laughs> Fuck that. Nah. I'm not doing that. That's true. Like, you know? Even like with jobs, sometimes like even if the next job isn't the best like financially maybe mm-hmm. or there's a downside but you think you'll be happier, just say fuck it. Yeah. And go for it. Like I feel like fuck it is in one case like YOLO. Like sometimes you just got to be like you only live once. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to yeah. do it. Like Skinny dipping. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, and then there's the nah fam, like <laughs> sometimes I just got to say, Mm-mm, not doing this today. Exactly. No way. So there's definitely two sides to this one and I love them both. I love the message of both sometimes of them. Sometimes either one is important. Yeah. Honestly. Let's, let's start with the negative one of the nah fuck it. Like what, what things do we just say? Nah, nah, we're not doing that today. Nah, fuck it. Um, Hmm, that's a good laundry. laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's just saying that because I have a huge fucking no, pile of laundry no. that's been in my fucking no. bathroom forever. No, I am saying it because I have two clean bins of laundry, maybe three now, that I just don't want to fucking fold. And I'm sure now they're mixed and you're not sure what's clean yeah, or not. That's my fucking, my dryer is like clanking right now. Ooh. I just like don't even, fuck it. I don't even want to do it. Don't but I have three people's laundry in my house and you ha- you have to do it. But some days you look at that pile and you're like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing Same that. Same with dishes too. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like the weather, this is fuck it weather. Yeah. Because, like, you'll just be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I got all this shit I got to get done. And then you, like, look outside and ask. I usually, like, ask Google what the, what the temperature is. And then it's like, it's too sunny. It's too beautiful. Fuck yeah. it. I'm not doing it. Fuck it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go somewhere. <laughs> like, I say that a lot in this weather. This is fuck it weather. <laughs> this is fuck it weather. Actually, I was just telling somebody the other day. I was like, the first stretch of like seventy degree days. I'm telling all my clients, I'm taking a fucking mental <laughs> health week. Like, sorry, y'all. Like, you're all getting canceled. The the uh, Tuesday, uh, Monday and Tuesday, the Aria's in school, and I have no child. I'm gonna be outside, like Do sunning me, myself. Please. Maybe I'll ride my happy ass to the beach and have a uh, beach day alone, like whatever. But I need it. I need it. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. So sometimes you just gotta say fuck it to work and uh, take a mental health day. It's very yeah. important. Oh, I think it's very important. You know, I mean, you gotta be careful depending on what you do. And totally. But I think it's healthy to do that sometimes. If mentally you're like, I can't do it today. Yes. And you have the allowance to be able to do it. Yes. Just do it then. Fuck and, it. And you know, if you don't, if you don't have the luxury of having a job like mine where I make my own schedule, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Be like. I'm going to say fuck it on this day, several business days from now. Yeah, whatever the, <laughs> however it works that you have to put in for work. If you have the time and you're not going to need it right yeah. at any time, just one day. 
maybe take it a Monday. Mm-hmm. I try to sandwich oh, it with something Monday. else. Or a Friday. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Either one. Honestly, either one. Yeah, either one's great. Take the, them both. Because then you... <laughs> 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 but sandwich it, not like the Monday and the Friday. Like do it like the Friday off and then that Monday off. Right, right, you right. Get, you get four days and you only had to use two of them. Mm-hmm. You got to be sneaky with that. And some mm-hmm. companies, if they don't... If you're not the kind of person that it's... I mean, the kind of job where... Um, there has to be a certain amount of people for it to work. I mean, you can sandwich like all your holidays if you have the mm-hmm. amount. Like, just take the day before and then the day after. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. then you like if you already get like Thanksgiving the day after, take the day before Thanksgiving yep. and the Monday after. And yeah. listen, like you don't have to take time off because there's something going on. No. You can just <laughs> do it to have a day That's off. Why they give it to you. <laughs> please take advantage of them. Yeah. I don't get paid holidays. I don't get paid time off. Like, but I gotta take them. I've never. I have had it in the past, and I haven't had it for the past almost, actually, over two years now. And man, did I, man, did I miss it? I can't wait to have them. Like, I'm like, oh my God, to not be at work and actually be like getting paid. That doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You don't know what you got till it's gone. That's for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> so true. But it, I think you're right though. There, I think it, it kind of saves yourself from, from also kind of like fucking yourself over in the end. Because mm-hmm. if you don't take enough mental health days, you end up calling out because you're like, literally, if I go in there today, so I'm going like, to and you're burnt so. out. And just, you, it's not like, not today. You know what I mean? Yeah, not so today. So I feel like if that's what it turns into. So it's like, you need to plan out. Like if you're looking and you're like, oh, it's that dead spot between January and what is it? May that there's yes, nothing. Yes. You get no days off. Like you should probably plan one or two during that space it out so that way like maybe do like a little vacation even if you can't afford to go anywhere like book a book a local hotel like get out of your house for a minute and just like you know get a change of scenery in like Mm -hmm. or do something that you don't normally do like buy some face mask stuff and like try those booty things you put on your feet yes Shed like a snake. Mm-hmm. Like try, like do. Fuck treat, it. Order pizza. Fuck it. You know what I mean. Order just takeout for for that staycation. And, yep. You know, go to the Nor- liquor store before you get home. Yep. And then just stay there. Normally, the you get takeout on a Friday, but it's Tuesday and you don't feel like cooking. Fuck it. Order a pizza. That's another fuck it. You know. Yep. yep. You know, and you know, fuck it needs to be used sparingly though like you can't always look at your dishes and say fuck it but if you're having a day where you need to decompress and the thought of doing the dishes is stressing you out say fuck it then and do it when you're feeling a little bit better but like you gotta Mm -hmm. have fuck it days yeah because also if you say fuck it too often the person saying fuck it becomes the fucked oh yes that is fucked you know like that's that's the that's the slippery slippery slope that you have to be careful for. I think. Yeah, yeah. You can say fuck it, just don't get fucked. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's it. But then there's the positive fuck it, like mm-hmm. you know, doing things like that you like you said, like you wouldn't normally do, like that are out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Where it's a uh, you only live once. I have to do this. Go skydiving. Yeah. Go on like a tropical vacation, go um, zip lining. Do, dye your like, hair. Dye your hair. You oh my God, I mean? why are people so afraid to dye their hair? Just fucking do it. That's say terrifying. fuck I it. Know. Just I say don't know why I'm it. so scared to do it, but I am. I don't Just know. Say fuck I'm going it. to eventually. Do something out of your yeah. comfort zone. It's so important. It's like pierced. Come yeah, on. Yeah, fuck, like, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. I love it. I will say fuck it to God damn mm-hmm. everything. And I feel like it goes with tattoos. You have to have at least one that was a fuck it. Ugh, fuck it. You know I'm just I mean? doing it. Yeah, that like, exactly. It was in the moment, like you were somewhere, they're doing like little tattoos or something and they have the time to fit you in. It's like less than, like a hundred or less. Like, why not? Why not? Why not? Why fuck not? it. Fuck That's, it. hundred dollars is probably not going to sink you, hopefully at that point. So fuck it. Nope. You know? Yep. I have so, one. Do you have any fuck it tattoos that you kind of like didn't really plan out? And All of them. All of them. I have 
tattoos that I've had planned out for several years and I have none of them. All of the tattoos I have were on a whim where I was like, I want a tattoo here. And I start looking up ideas and I take a bunch of pictures and I send them to Christina and I say, I think I want something like this. And she draws it up. Like, it's just like, fuck it. I really want a hip tattoo. So I got one. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Does your tattoo mean anything? Yeah, it means I fucking liked it. And I said, <laughs> fuck it. I'm getting it. It means I thought it would look really cool. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I would look really cool if it was on my body. Yeah. So I got it's, it. Yeah. The reason I got it is because I wanted it. <laughs> like, I said, fuck it. I'm going to be a hot bitch. <laughs> exactly. Hot so, girl summer. Hot so. girl summer. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Y'all aren't even ready for this. <laughs> Basically, most of my tattoos, like I had, like, I think I've probably told the story, but the big peace sign tattoo I have, what I did with that was like, I was working at a company that I fucking hated and the job was like, just so bad. I just woke up one morning and I was brushing my teeth and like, I had this tattoo idea for like years and years in my phone and like, I was having such a bad morning. I didn't want to go. I had a bad day the day before and I was brushing my teeth and I was looking in the mirror and I was like, I looked at my arm and I was just like. I want to get that fucking tattoo today. I'm not going to work. <laughs> so I dressed up like I was leaving for work because I live with my parents. Day. And, oh, I've done that several times. There was one time <laughs> I found out that I wasn't going to get the job I was promised. Mm. And I got told, you knew this was temporary. No, so no. the next day I said, fuck you. I was, I'm not going to work. I texted them and was like, I'm sick. And I fucking left the house. I decided this. Hey, Jordan. I decided this in 10 minutes. I still live with my parents. I didn't want to hear it. So yeah, no, no, what no. I did was I just dressed like I was going to work in my business, you know, you know business attire, mm-hmm. got in my car, stopped at Walmart, bought a towel, bought sunscreen, and I, and I drove all the way to the to P-Town. <clears throat> all the way to P-Town. Three and a half so fucking hours by myself. Proud of you. All the way there. I spent all day there on the beach. By myself, I got so much sun, <gasps> and then I just drove home at the end of the night, got myself Honey. some beef barn. Oh, yeah! And then I went home and showered and went right to bed, and the next day I went to work, and it was not that bad, not as bad. <laughs> they were probably like, wow, you're really tan. You were sick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was sick, you know? so I was getting some vitamin D mm. therapy. I was sick. Sick of your bullshit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I needed a breather. No, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you for doing that, Mm. honestly. Honestly. It was so good. I don't regret it. At the time, it gave me such anxiety because I was like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that. I got so many points, I'm sure. Like, Life's too fucking short. There are other jobs. Like, if that one was making you that Mm -hmm. miserable... Exactly. And you needed a day And I to knew I didn't have a future it. there. No. Nope. So I really didn't care anymore because I was nope. like, you guys are giving me no future anymore and you're screwing me over, so I'm going to screw you a nope. little bit. I'm this, not one to do that no. usually, like, and I'm not going to do that anymore because so far the job I have, they make it so it's like you want to go. Yeah. Like, they're like, and if you I'm so come, excited for oh, you for this job. I really, you know really I am. Like not, like, knock on wood, like, famous last words, but... I literally, like, they, you know, it's like if they give you enough rope to hang yourself, you're yeah. going to. Yeah. They gave me, like, oh, an extension cord. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's wrapped around my arm because it's 12 points. It's a rolling 12-point system. So you have, like, 11 points you're going to get, like, there's, like, warnings, but 11 points you get talked to and then 12 you're fired. Well, Jesus. the 12 point, that's a lot. Most that's of seven. That's a lot. No, that's what I mean. Year. Like, that's a lot of fucking chances. Usually it's a 12-month rolling, so you get fucked so easily. If you get sick in succession a couple times, you're fucked. So this one, though, it's six-month rolling. So every six months, you it resets. You have 12 days that you can just. Well, not so much. No, it's 12 points. And it's so two, what are the two points? points for if you're unexcused absence, if you're just like, oh, I can't come in. Like, okay, there's like it's two points per. But like, as long as you really don't do that very often and like try not to. Right. Like they're making it so you can cover yourself if you really needed it. But like, I'm not going to use it up, but it's just nice to know if shit hit the fan and I got sick a couple times, I'm going to be OK. Or if you needed a fuck it day real quick. Mm. Yeah. You know that it's not going to get you fucking fired on the spot. Like, they're like, we understand these things happen. They even mentioned mental health. That I've never had a job that they mentioned that. That there's there's a leave, not not just a leave, but like, if there's a mental health issue and that day you like literally can't even, like, if you're having anxiety, if you have anything like that, 
they there's a, a process and everything you can you can get the day off but like obviously don't take advantage of it no like, but it was just nice to hear that and on top of it when they were like they said what did they say they said you know men women and non they said non-binary too mm-hmm. i've never heard anybody say that either God. it's very progressive i know i was like wow like you guys are like you care about your people. You no actually, shit. Like, that's why there's never any jobs there. Like, give a shit about humanity. Yeah, they actually want you to succeed. Like, what's so sad is that it's so surprising. You know, I've never seen this ever, and no. I've worked for big companies. Yep, and even they don't give you that. Nope. It's crazy. I mean, they were some of them were great, but this is like the best benefits yeah. I've ever seen. But I mean. It's, it sounds like we're giving you bad advice by saying like, oh, say fuck it to your job. Just leave, whatever. But, what do you care? But we don't realize how worked to death we are in this society. And we are programmed to believe that this is how we're supposed to be living. And it's not the truth. We're not nope. meant to work like this and then die. Like we're we're mm-hmm. we're supposed to be working towards this retirement and then like what you get to enjoy retirement for fucking 10, 20 years and if then you lucky, fucking die. And like you die. And now they're saying there might not even be retirement for our generation. Well, if you put away your own money for retirement, we're probably there won't be any social security by the time we're that age. No. I'm sure. They say it's supposed to run out with we're yeah, there. but most people and I know can't even afford to put yeah. money away towards mm-hmm. retirement. And at this point, at yeah. 30, we've already missed out on a few thousand dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you need a fucking mental health day, mm-hmm. please just take it. You're, Don't beat yourself up about it. No. Because that's the culture. No. They make you... Do you know what the most illegal thing it feels like? The most illegal thing to do ever? And you feel like you're a criminal and you're a bad person and should go to jail, calling out sick. Mm-hmm. Do you know how, like, fucking... And I'm really sick. Like, yeah. you're really sick. Yep. And I still feel, like, really bad. And, the like, anxiety you feel, yep. the pressure to yeah. get your shift covered, yep. like, all that. Oh, that yeah. is not your fault. No. It is not your fault. Even with sick time, like, even with, like... Even with that, I still feel... It feels like it's illegal. Yes. They make you feel like it's, like, illegal. You shouldn't do that. Like, yes. Oh, I know a girl who runs a small, like, little cafe or whatever, and she's, like, meant to do everything there. And when shit hits the fan, it's suddenly her fucking responsibility to, like, pick up the slack and and make sure that these things get done and, like, gets called in on days off and, like, you know, all this shit. And it's, like, your days off, your scheduled days off, like, are your days off. If no one's there to cover, guess what? This isn't your business. If this business Mm -hmm. fails, it's not your fault. The owner needs to have a better plan in Mm -hmm. place for when things happen. Like, it's not all on you, boo-boo. It's not. It's not. Nope. Not without the right amount of money and (laughs) position. Exactly. Exactly. You know? You, exactly. They have to pay you for that to be a problem. Exactly. And again, it needs to be part of your fucking job title. And yeah. you can't, like, I feel like people take advantage, too. Like, oh, you're the manager, which means you're in charge of everything. No, like, this is still someone else's business, too. You're in charge of certain things, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let them just because they say you're running the ship you're really not no. running the ship. You know, if you got fired tomorrow, they'd have to find someone to replace you. Like, the place wouldn't... And they wouldn't care. That's the thing, too. They wouldn't That's care. That's the thing of, uh, they it's wouldn't hard care. to think about. Like, with any company, for the most part, they don't care. They're We're not looking out for you. We're all replaceable. They're not looking out no. for you. You gotta look out for you. Like, that's how it. That's how it is. We're all replaceable. Welcome to the podcast that's given you... Tough love, but gray area and gray area advice. But even if you don't believe a hundred percent of what we say, like take a little bit of it to heart. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be, yeah. don't allow yourself to be manipulated to think that 
this is how we're supposed to be living and that yeah. you're not allowed to take sick days because you're going to fuck over everybody else and you're not allowed to take care of your mental health because God forbid, like you can't get your shift covered or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. fuck it. We need to have better plans in place. Absolutely. You know, we can't punish people Mm-mm. for that shit. Nope. Anyway. Anyway. Have we even pulled it out? No, we haven't. Jesus Christ. We're on a roll today. No is enough of an explanation. (laughs) There we go again. Another one that's very (laughs) cut and dry. It's true. No is enough of of an explanation. Like that's just like with the last job I had when they were trying to literally dump me into a position that I was going to be a leader with no extra money or Mm -hmm. getting hired permanently. I said... Basically, just no. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to do that. Not want to. I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And he was like, no. And I said, no. No. (laughs) And then I felt like I needed to explain myself. And I kept And you don't. No, no was enough. I should have just said no and then turned around and kept working. Yeah. Yeah, no is enough. If you just, you don't have to explain yourself. Yes. I mean, sometimes you may need to, depending. But like, I feel like you don't always have to. No. No is enough. No. This feels like it's going to be a very preachy episode, so I apologize. But I have a lot to say about these things. And, you know, sometimes we got to give you a little bit of tough love. You need to listen. You need to listen up right now. Yes. No is enough of an explanation. My favorite podcast that I listen to, My Favorite Murder, one of their favorite things to say is fuck politeness. And they Mm -hmm. say it in terms of, and this happens to everybody, but... We're in a society where this happens a lot to women, where we're meant to feel that we need to be kind and sweet to people, even when they're making us feel uncomfortable. You need to be polite. So when a man is approaching you and making you feel uncomfortable and you're like, you know, you don't say anything because you don't want to be rude. Like, no. Add gas to the fire. Yeah. You know? Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Fuck politeness. You do not have to put yourself in a situation where you mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable. And consent is huge. And if you say no, that's enough of an explanation. Mm-hmm. You do not need to explain yourself why you're saying no. You go on a date with somebody and they're like, you want to go on another one? You're like, no. 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 Thank I don't, you, though. No, thanks, though. Thanks, you though. Be, you can still be polite and say no. Just <laughs> You just got to leave it at no. Like, exactly. Don't, don't budge. If it's really a no for you, dog, then it's a no for you, dog. It's like, a no. It's don't. a no. And I feel like get, that politeness can be very dangerous. It can get... It's gotten me into situations everybody. where I shouldn't have been in. Like, everybody. You know, it's it, it happens to everybody. Yep. I have a friend who just gets, like uncomfortable and like giggly and stuff but she cannot assert herself in a way where it's just like excuse me you need to back up back from me yeah like we've been out at the clubs and there will be like a guy just like looming yeah. and I've literally like I had a few drinks with me at that point but I put my hand right on his chest and I shoved him and I was like dude take a fucking hint like get out of here yeah. and like she always like laughs and she's like oh my bodyguard and I'm like no I like we were trying to get away from him and he kept fucking coming so I had to physically remove him from the situation yeah. like there should never be a no. point that you need to do that nope Mm-mm. When I'm shaking my head at you and I'm going, no, no, we're dancing together. And you're like, and you're still, still, no, no, no. <laughs> no means no, babe. Now I'm going to put you through a wall. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> now the hard bitch is coming out. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever you me. fucking me. That's like I used to have, I, when I worked at AAA, I was, I worked at like where they have the movie tickets and all that. Like I worked in a branch and I had this one woman all she ever did was come at, at one point, AAA had, you had a, a preloadable credit card on your AAA card, mm-hmm. basically for emergencies, like it would make it easier, whatever. Well, this woman took advantage of it and would come in every week and was using it instead of like a de- uh, an account kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kept, instead of a bank account. And she kept trying to get me to join that pyramid scheme you know, where people <laughs> like, um, they get their 
um, utilities through you. So like their cable, their phone, their all of that. And mm-hmm. then you in turn make residuals off of that person that you lock, that you got in. And then if you get someone in to be someone who's getting other people in, you make residuals off their residuals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So she kept coming in every week and she kept, do you want to leave a legacy for your family? Do you blah, 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 Bitch, blah, blah. no. And finally, I got mean. And I was just like, no, I don't. I'm not signing up. I'm not interested. No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, stop asking me. I was like, I'm never going to sign up for this. Yes. I already know what this is. I already have sat through a whole thing. Yes. I'm not I'm not coming to your little event that you're having. Yes. Leave me alone. <laughs> like can we, And then she was a bitch after that from then on out. Can but, we please oh well. be done with sales jobs oh. where they're so pushy that it's on the brink of like breaking consent? Mm. Like when you're fucking asking me over and over and then they ask you why. They want an explanation mm-hmm. why you're not going to buy their product. I don't need to tell you why. I'm going to tell you no. But the thing is, it's the thing that sucks is it's not even their fault because a lot of times, like if it's on the phone, it's being recorded. If yeah. you don't offer, but that's what it, I mean. Not the people that this, are working the job. It's the the company well, themselves that create this this mm. um, like dialogue that they need to repeat to people and make it like you yeah. can't let them say no. And the thing too is like they make you so you have to be pushy because they pay you low hourly, mm-hmm. and then they make it sound like oh you could get a lot with your commission. But then they make those hoops really high to jump through. So unless you're a fucking asshole yep. to these people, you're not going to make the money they're promising, and you're probably not going to make it. No, that's what happens. Sales jobs sales. feel I'm like scams. Jerk, so. Oh, it's such. Oh yeah, if you're if you literally have no empathy, get into sales. Like, <laughs> you'll probably do great. Honestly, yeah. I care too much. So when someone tells me no, I don't want the credit card, they don't want the credit card. They're right. not going to keep going. Like I don't. I'm not in the business for that. <laughs> nope, nope. I've heard so many people say like they've worked retail jobs where like once you get somebody up to the register, it's just like, do you want to sign up for this day? And like they'll just be like, I know you don't want to, but I have to say it. <laughs> like you know. And they're usually like, do you want to save ten percent today? And you're like, no, because I'm only spending twenty. So you're gonna save me two dollars? Right. Nope. Don't no. No. For a credit card, just to lower my fucking no. credit score. Yes. No, thank you. <laughs> but no is enough of an explanation. Yeah. No is enough to the salespeople. No is enough to the creepy man in the club. No is enough to anything that mm-hmm. you don't want to do. Especially, it's if if you're not obligated, don't make it like you are. No. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we feel obligated to be nice to people and to be polite. Like, I went to Catholic school, as I've said, and that's part of it. You're taught to be polite, yeah. you know? Yep. You're taught to speak, not speak only when spoken to, but kind of. Yep. You're, you know, you're taught to, you know, to do unto others as you would want done to you. Mm-hmm. So when someone comes up and starts talking to you on the street when you're in oh, Providence, God. it's hard just to be a jerk and be like, no, like, and keep walking. Like, yeah. I can't. It sucks. That's why I'm not a city person. <laughs> yes, man is a funny movie, but it's an exaggerated yeah. version of what happens when you say yes to everything. Like he was put in situations all very comedic and nothing necessarily dangerous happened. But I always think about the the guy who like asks him for like a ride and he takes him to this weird secluded area and then he's like, Can I use your phone? And then he's like asks him for money and like all this stuff. And like he's like, Yep, here you go. Yep, yep. And you can tell he's uncomfortable, but he has to say yes. Yeah. And it's like we're put in situations like that all the time oh, yeah. where it's just because somebody asked, we have to say yes. And that's not nope. the case. It's not rude. It's not impolite. We're literally branded to think that way. Exactly. And it's, we got to learn to say no to people. It makes us so much happier in the long run. Mm-hmm. And it uh, keeps you safe in some cases. Exactly. It's you true. Know? It's true. No, sometimes no has to be more than just an explanation, you know? Mm-hmm. No has to be enough sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes there is no explanation. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to date that guy or whatever. How about the people who post the things where, like, you know, a guy will randomly message them and they'll just be like, um, and I'm, I'm saying guy, I'm just using these examples yeah. or whatever. It could be literally anybody, but um, I have a girlfriend who posts a lot of stuff where it's like dudes in her DMs and it's just like, hey, baby, blah, blah. And she's like, no. 
and they're like, all right, fat bitch. Like, you know, like you, uh, you was ugly anyway. And she's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like that Megan Trainor song. My name is, no, my number is, no. no. My sign is, no. no. <laughs> you need to let it go. She's it's so, so right, true. Though. She's so right. Megan Trainor, everybody. Yeah. At us. <laughs> and on that, I think we should wrap these. We should wrap this fucking seminar up now. Yeah, we, we, had, we need that little sign from uh, that little light box from uh, from fucking Chappelle show. Wrap it up. B. Wrap, it, wrap up. it up. I mean, I feel like these go so hand in hand. Sometimes you just got to fuck it and say no. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes so, you gotta say no. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, and you do not need to explain yourself. Um, and that, and leave it at that. Yeah. No comma. Fuck it. Yes, but truly, sometimes you gotta say fuck it, whether it be the the fuck fuck it, let's do it, or the fuck that I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. There's a time and a place for all of them. Don't overuse your fuck it's, but keep them mm-hmm. in your back pocket. Yeah, and save them for a rainy day or a mental health day or. Just, you know, when when you feel that it's appropriate to use them, but definitely keep them stored, keep them stashed, keep them close by, keep mm-hmm. them next to your heart. Oh, yes. <laughs> and just, you know, don't be afraid to say it. Exactly. And um, no is enough of an explanation. Um, I think that this, is, this one is um, pretty important. Um, I think that we need to use no more often Mm -hmm. even if you put thank you next to it sometimes even then you shouldn't even say thank you yeah sometimes it should just be no or like no you do a lot of different inflections but no needs to be enough of an explanation yes sometimes to keep you safe yes for sure and just in general yep no is enough there's no need for you to tell me why you're saying no just say no and i will respect that Mm -hmm. and i hope that You'll all give the people in your life the respect to say no mm-hmm. when they feel that it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. And on that, okay. y'all. That's another one in the book. How are we all feeling now? Yeah, right? <laughs> Empowered, deflated. <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Do you need a mental health day after listening to this episode today? <laughs> If you have anything to weigh in on these, please email us at provocativeperspective at gmail.com. We would love to have your your perspectives featured on our your perspective series every other Friday. Mm -hmm. So send them in. We would really love to hear your opinions. And uh, that's it. That is all. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.